Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to FETC 2022. We're really excited to have our next guest in the seat. We're going to let yeah. them tell us who they are, what they do, all that kind of great stuff. And so uh, here we go. Awesome. Thanks for having us in. I've seen you guys the last few years. I've been here and I saw the email and I was like, I'm jumping on. My name is uh, Matthew Joseph. I am from Massachusetts. I am currently the executive director for teaching and learning in Providence Public Schools. But I come to FETC with experience as a school principal, as director of digital learning, and just psyched to be here to share some information around collaboration, around vlogging, and just pumped to be back together. And literally, one of my last books that came out, The Power of Connections, came from FETC of meeting people, connecting with folks, and talking about a global professional learning network. Awesome. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm Christina Vasey Weinstein. Um, I got to say, this is like the closest to press row at the Super Bowl I'm ever going to get. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm an assistant principal. I'm also from Massachusetts. Um, and that's not why I'm here. I'm, I'm here because, um, you know, the, the work I do outside of my office on a daily basis is around mental health advocacy. Um, and uh, people might say, like, well, what's that doing at a ed tech conference? Um, but, you know, now more than ever with the use of technology in education, we're dealing with a uh, mental health crisis, um, especially around anxiety. And so that's kind of the lens that I bring to an event like this. Um, so I'm an author, uh, I've written two books on it. I'm also an editor, which is like a new thing for me, but I've really, really enjoyed it. Thankfully and, for me. Yeah, yeah, thankfully for this guy <laughs> right here. Um, <clears throat> I make him sound good. Uh, <laughs> Again, and, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's nice to uh, be able to kind of help other people get their stories out. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of always joke that I'd rather be the bass player than the lead singer anyway. So, like, they get to be able to do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a vlog, uh, which is one of the sessions I'm doing here, um, trying to teach people uh, how to not be afraid of a vlog, right? I think people are like, well, what really is this? I hate being in front of the camera. So, like, let the girl with anxiety teach you how to be in front of the camera. I got <laughs> nothing to lose. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then one of the other uh, sessions I'm doing is on um, mental health and sort of, like, digital safety. Mm -hmm. uh, how can we protect our kids and, and make sure we don't lose sight of that? So. Well, and especially in light of what's been going on the last couple of years, you know, the the big buzz acronym is SEL, right? Yeah. So, right? Yeah. Social emotional learning and 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 understanding student mental health and yep. helping students and teacher mental and, health. and teach well, but <laughs> yeah, but no, you know, seriously. help helping students cope through some of the things that they are having to deal with in all of this, and also helping educators understand, you know, hopefully better. Uh, what students are going through. Uh, one of the programs, I, I work at an education service agency uh, in Arkansas, and one of our primary focuses uh, is uh, the trauma-informed learning and, and understanding, you know, what trauma is and, and what the mental health issues are around trauma. You know, a lot of people tend to think of trauma as something, you know, major that happened. It doesn't have to be major. It, right. it, anything that negatively impacts, yep. you know, that student falls under that category. Yeah, and also as educators understanding what you might be doing in a classroom, uh, inadvertently that's going to trigger those students. Exactly, uh, yes. Yeah, we see we see a lot of that where teachers are like, well, I, d I just did this or I just did that. And we're like, well, you got to understand how it lands, right? It's not about intent, it's about impact. Mm -hmm. It's a huge yeah. difference. And, and about how they're receiving it. You know, that's exactly. What, you know, when you talk about... Uh, 
digital citizenship and, and being yeah. online, how many times do does, does somebody post something and it's received wrong, air quotes, right? Yeah. That's, oh, that is, no, I, I didn't mean, that's not how I meant it at all, but that's how they took it because of whatever mood they happen to be in exactly. and understanding you know, and on how, the other side how that of the coin works. Too, it's also about educating our students about when they need to be able to kind of take their own um, like use their own barometer to know when they shouldn't shouldn't be engaging online. Um, you know, it's it happens with adults. Like when you're not in a good mental place and you jump online and you say something that you regret, or mm -hmm. you know, you jump online and you see something that triggers you, and now you're in kind of a worse headspace. So it's also about trying to get young people to understand that um, just because it's the easiest thing to gravitate towards because it's in the palm of our hands doesn't mean it's the right thing to gravitate towards when you're struggling mentally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, let's talk about this. Um, I'm going to jump into vlogging and student voice. Um, we're all about voice. We always say, if you can't tell your story, how can you help them tell theirs? Mm -hmm. That's one of our taglines. Um, so let's jump into that and let's talk about especially now, and it's not, we, we can say especially now, but we can say over the last decade, um, it's good to get your voice out there and learn how to handle criticism, learn how to handle praise, uh, not let it get too big, you know, just because you sold some tennis shoes on, on Instagram. You know, it's time to you know, <laughs> think about that kind of stuff. But let's talk about, you know, you guys are doing a, you're doing a session on, on vlogging. Let's, let's talk about how you give us a bird's eye overview of what, what everybody's going to get from that. Yeah, so um, what it really is is about getting that voice out there and, and taking chances and, and risks. And, and, and through that, really sharing what's important about you. And one of the things I've learned through this field, both as, as a principal and now in a district role, is that we can learn something from everybody. And the vlogging session really stemmed from some work that Christine was doing and encouraging her to, to share her voice and moving that forward and having some experience in pastoral as a principal of having students podcast and do some audio podcasting. And I shared a story that we, I was fortunate enough to take students to, to NEC, which is actually before ISTE, mm -hmm. is what they called ISTE. And it was really because these third and fourth graders wanted to do a morning podcast 15 years ago, maybe. Yeah. And I just saw that spark in them. And when I saw some of, of her work, when we worked in the same district, we said, let's do something together because I'm much more of the outgoing, like <laughs> to share my voice. I wrote a book about the power of connections. Yeah. And Christine was much more on the internal Anxious. strength. <laughs> much more anxious. I'll just say what it is. Yeah. So it really stemmed, it stemmed from that and, and, and built from there. And that's why she does the first half of it to share the journey to go from like who wants to listen to me to your story is important. Yeah. So, you know, I, I joked earlier about how I edited Matt's book. Someone had to. Um, but, you know, I, I helped make his voice um, clearer to people. He helped me find my voice, period. Um, so it's sort of symbiotic in that regard. Um, he started encouraging me to make videos and it stemmed from, you know, I'm a, I'm a runner. I, I, I long distance run. I'm crazy. And people are like, you know, what do you think about when you run? And I always say like how much I hate it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, you've got to have other thoughts. And I'm like, oh, sure, I, I'm sure I do. Um, and so I started like really kind of thinking about that. Like when I'm out on a runner, I'm working out like, what am I thinking about? Um, and there's a lot of self-talk, like, all right, come on, one more set, you can get through this or whatever. And he was like, you know, you should video that. Like, I'm like, who wants to hear my thoughts during? But it turns out that, like, it resonated with people. Yeah, and then um, he just kept kind of pushing, like, be authentic, be who you are. Like, it seems to matter to people. Um, and so then, with his encouragement, I started writing. 
and they they were separate entities at the onset and I decided that I wanted to kind of take a risk and see if I could kind of put them together and combine the writing and the the videos and so I started producing with zero experience my own vlog um, and it's really cool in the session today we were talking about how the unique thing about and he you know in our session he talks about the memorializing of the content so like what ed technology can you use so that you can have a library of your work or your students work and share it with school and community and families um, and so I decided that you know I'm, I'm gonna give this a whirl and he said today like you can see the evolution of you know your authentic like your 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 growth as, mm -hmm. as someone getting more comfortable in your own skin and the product in the beginning was like you in front of like the dirty wall of your bedroom <laughs> with like nothing more than your iPhone and it's become like I've got like a little makeshift studio in my office mm -hmm. at home with a green screen and external microphones and yeah. lighting and um, so really what we want to do is get people to not be afraid of video there's like this it's the world we live in right like it's how kids get information they mm -hmm. use TikTok like everything is sent to them through video yeah but yet it's something we're so afraid of in a classroom. There's just this aura of like, you're gonna get in trouble if there's video going in your classroom or something, you know, there's yeah. just- yeah, there's stigma I, still There's a there. stigma, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what we wanna do is get people to understand that like, it's it's right in your pocket. Like, it's easy. I mean, the studio that I've put together is like, cost me less than $150. Like, yeah. you could you could put a little studio in your classroom, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so that's like, that's my view on it. And then he takes it to the, he makes it like a session that's like worth attending instead oh, of don't me just say being no, like, here's it, my it, little vlog, people, no, see, the anxious no, girl's no. coming out of her shell. <laughs> now, now, now who needs to fight their inner voice? <laughs> Which is her, but but uh, no, the piece for me, and, and I talk about it, and I talk about it in, in, in other sessions, is that your story is important, and your journey to wherever you are going is more important to once you get there. Mm -hmm. And part of it is encouraging others to share it not just it's going to be the best ever it's going to be a hundred thousand listeners if it's one listener you made an impact to somebody right and you always say that to me i know it if and, it impacts and, one person it matters that's right and it's true because for me and, and, and as someone who's had some experience at events or writing you know articles before that it's about getting better at your craft mm -hmm. and starting to hone in on what is your message. Mm -hmm. And when you do you know, vlogs or online content or writing blogs or coming on podcasts, you start to narrow down where's your role in this big field that we have. Yeah. And that's when you have a, a lasting impression on students, on staff, on people. On yourself right and when you start to do that you have that you know you talked about SEL you talked about different kind of concerns now when you start to find that value in yourself both as a student and as a leader as a teacher you're gonna do it more and more and enthusiasm is contagious yeah and the more you get your stuff out there and people you know like it or share it I mean in our last session we were just chatting off the cuff and three people bought a book and it just yeah it came yeah. from an idea walking down the street after a 5k to just start doing these little videos and yeah, that's true but you know that's the kicker is is that I have to say someone with deals with anxiety and who doesn't but you know deals with it and this can be self I'm a little self-deprecating sometimes so it's good to open yourself up to realize sometimes you have to tell yourself Oh yeah, I did do that. 
You know, you were talking about a bass player. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bass player. Nice. So I get that I'm a part of a group and I know my role and you, you couldn't do these things unless I was here to mm-hmm. help you be the bass player. And this is my job to make the guitar player sound great. The, the singer. But I think um, that's, it, that's the biggest piece of, that I see taking from this, especially talking about anxiety and, you know, the things that we deal with, especially for kids. And when they see us do it as educators, they're going to jump right in. And we don't think they will because it'll start with just one and then that one will be the next one. And, you know, the hard part is reaching those kids um, and reaching those adults that are very shy and are just waiting to be torn down. Yeah, I think, you know, what, what the approach I take is that if I can help someone else find their voice, whether it's a student or an adult, then like I've I've done a good job. You know, my my latest book, Fighting Your Inner Voice, what I'm most proud about it is that I was able to encourage five other educators to share a very, very personal story. And for some of them, it was um, therapeutic. You know, each of the stories that I wrote, um, I shared with each of the people and said, hey, this is what I put together because I I spent time interviewing them. In some cases, it was a four hour interview, you know, Mm -hmm. for a couple days where they I just sat there and I took notes as they shared what they went through and how they felt. And so I wrote it and I said, here, you read it because I'm not publishing anything without you knowing firsthand what it is, how you feel about it. And I mean, people cried. (laughs) There's nothing more empowering than being like, I'm giving you a platform for you to share your voice. Like you might be too afraid to just do it on your own, but like if I have the ability to get it out there, that's what I want to do. And for a lot of our students, they don't want to write, but they want to speak. Right. And video is another medium through which they can do that. Exactly. And, you know, that's that's kind of like my objective as an educator is I want to get out there and I want to help other people find themselves or find their voice. So, Well, and, and I, th- I think you touched on one of the key things that when I'm working with students and educators who they want to start a YouTube channel or they want to start, you know, uh, a podcast or uh, vlogging or whatever it is, just do it. Just get yeah, started. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you right now, you know, however many it is, I usually say a hundred, but you know, people, different people are able to grow. Everybody grows differently. So it might not be a hundred for you. might be more, might be less, but your first hundred are going to suck and it's okay. (laughs) Think about your first five years as a teacher. I mean, it's okay that you're (laughs) in front of this dirty wall with your iPhone. It's okay. I got somewhere, right? Right. Have you ever, I don't know how many people have seen this movie. I think Matthew, you have, it's, it's called Brittany runs a marathon. Oh, yeah. Uh, have, have you seen it? My it's like, kind of like an obscure it. movie. Yeah. I think yeah. it's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and the most, so it's it, the movie is what the title is. This this random woman named Brittany wants to try to run a marathon. Yeah. She has no business running a marathon. She's not a runner, right? And there's this really poignant scene in the movie where she, at some point, has to go on her first run, right? Yeah. Like, right. She's got to start <laughs> right. somewhere. you got to do it, yeah. And so she puts on her sneakers and, you know, the, the choice of the director to kind of like zoom in on her hand about to open the door and like she's sort of shaking and the hesitation she has to just go do it right is such an empowering scene because whether it's your first run whether it's your first video whether it's you know the first article you whatever it is we all have that doubt that hesitation mm-hmm. that like oh my god should i do this or not um and like you said you just just do it like, yeah. who cares what your background works? Yeah, you right. got to start somewhere. In- There's another book I read, too, where someone was talking about how they run, um, you know, t- a marathon a month or something something absurd that, like, a normal person couldn't do. And in the book, he says, you know, before you run 10 miles, you got to run two. Yeah. 
then you got to run four, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's so true. Like yeah. you can't just go out there and be like, I'm going to run 10 miles. Yeah. You can't be like, I'm going to make a podcast and have this kind of a setup. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right. not going to happen. Or, or I'm going to make a podcast or, or I'm going to, I'm going to make a YouTube. And unfortunately this is exactly what happens, especially with YouTube because it's of, of its popularity. But you know, I'm going to make a video and it's going to reach 8.2 million people. No, your first <laughs> probably 10 videos aren't going to reach anybody other than people you might you hear. Yeah. 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 My <laughs> son makes fun of me. He's like, Mommy, you have a YouTube channel? I'm like, yep. He's like, how many subscribers do you have? I'm like, right. maybe 35. He's like, yeah, you got 35. Like, <laughs> but I, buddy, but, it's not about that. Well, and it, and well but, here's, but here's the other side of that. And this is what I do. My, my nephew likes to tease me about my YouTube channel. Uh, and so I'm like, well, do you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> well, no. So I already have... 35 in your case, more subscribers than you. Yeah. I, you know, and, and in my particular case, it, my, my nephew, ironically, was the motivation for my particular channel because he dared me to make a YouTube channel. And I was like, I can do this. Sure, yeah. why not? Well, yeah. I hit 10,000 subscribers the other day. So you know, I'm well, like, Congratulations. Oh, thanks. I'm like, I got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Me too. It's, it's, <laughs> but it was one of those key things that, and where I'm going with all of this is getting back to the one thing that you said where if if I can hit one person, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's really what it amounts to, uh, and and it is so hard for me anyway, and, and I'm going to assume it's hard for other people as well. It's so hard to to keep that in mind that even if there's one person who listens to this podcast, if there's one person who watches your vlog, one person who watches your YouTube video, that's one person that you've impacted. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's billions of people in the world. But there's that one that was impacted. And eventually there's two. And yeah. eventually there's ten. And eventually, you know, and that's, you just yeah. you keep doing it. I, I do want to say one other thing, though. I love the fact that when asked what you think about when you run is how much you hate it. Because I'm telling you, that has got to resonate with probably way more people Every than you could ever imagine. Yes. Ever. Because all we, I mean, really, from a running perspective, and I, I hate running i mean obviously <laughs> um but that we never hear that side right it's always you know when you start man you're gonna get addicted and Just you're gonna go love it, it and you're gonna no, i'm like no, no i hate every freaking step and so it's, to hear does. someone who does, does. running and that's what you think about is how much this i sucks. was i was running the other day awesome. and i had my i had my music on shuffle and uh uh, the police's song "King of Pain" came on. And I thought to myself, like, "Wow, this is this is coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> what a perfect running song! Like, this is, yeah. I'm I'm always like, how much further? How much further? I think, unless you're a professional runner and you're like, you know, gonna win Boston Marathon or something like that, or you're an Olympic runner, like, there, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this. I don't think there's a runner out there that's like, oh yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. You know, it's like for me, it's just you're just trying to catch the high at the end to be like, okay, I did that. You yeah. Know? But like, I'm always sore. It's it's stinks. But in the long run, doesn't everything kind of hurt a little bit? Well, it should. It should if it's worth if, if it's worth, worth it. Doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? and, and I think the uh, another important piece about just getting started is save what you started with. Yeah. And we showed yeah. a, a clip of the first you know podcast or vlog and the first video because what happens a lot of times when you're coaching others to start. Or you're just saying, go do it. And then they tune into yours, episode 100, and like, whoa, yeah, I, I can't, can't do, do that. that. And I, mm -hmm. you know, we've become close with Brian Aspinall of Codebreaker and got yeah. us started into writing and, and helped me kind of start my own brand, X Factor. And I, he reached out to me and I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to reach out to him? I'm like at 2,000 followers and he's like at 50,000. 
but seeing some of his early videos and early work and same when we started to, to write and they'd like oh you're you've got two books why I can't get started like that. Well, look at my first things. Yeah. Look, at, there's spelling mistakes. I didn't even have everyone look. My first book was all left justified. Like, I didn't even <laughs> fix it. Like, it's just... And, it, and, and when you go and do something that you publicize, and a year later you look back like, oh, I didn't like that. Let me delete it. So keep the imperfections because that's what's actually encouraging the next wave of people yeah. to get involved. Because if you only see the finished product... If I go to a professional basketball game, like, oh, I'll never play basketball, or any insert example right, of sure. seeing someone very skilled, you're never going to start. So yeah. I, I, I keep everything up. I know you share the videos of the first one because that encourages others to say, oh, here you go. And, mm-hmm. and I do a lot of leadership coaching, and I learned this through when they said, can you share me your resume? I'm going to start. I'm looking to be a principal. And I share the mind now, and it's got like a doctor from BC book, and they're like, oh, never mind, I'm not going to apply. And I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Here's mine when I was a digital learning coach. When I was a digital learning coach, and I was applying for my first principal role, and I applied for 49 jobs and got one interview. This is what my resume is. Like, yeah. and, and start from there. And I think that's a big piece about memorializing your content is yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. I like be, to tell people about the very first run I ever took. You know, I put on a pair of $40 crappy cross trainers that I had and buried in the closet, went out, did a mile in like 16 minutes. <laughs> I was so proud. Yeah, right? exactly. It was like, right. you know, I can jog to that light post and then I'll walk, right? Yeah. But like, like what we're talking about, you see your progress. So you do it the next time, maybe it only takes 15 and a half minutes. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that's really cool. Like, I did better. And then the time gets better and better and you're like, oh, okay, like I can keep doing this because I'm seeing progress. And yeah. I think... Where we live in a society where we have to have instant gratification, that we don't value things that require perseverance and lo- like a lot of hard work to be able to get to the end and then look back and be like, "Wow, that's amazing." That's exactly yeah. right. Exactly. Well, I hate to be the time cop here, but um, I have to Just wrap it up. That's Sorry. all right. That's all right. Yeah. So, hey, uh, real quick, share your social media. If the folks want to get in touch with you, or share websites and social media with those listening to this podcast. Yeah, so they can follow me. Um, I'm just a Twitter girl. I don't do Instagram and whatnot. It's just way too much for me and my anxiety. So I'm at Ravesi Weinstein, pretty straightforward. Um, and they can connect. Uh, my YouTube channel is The Runner's High, and my uh, website is RavesiWeinstein.com. Awesome. And you can uh, follow me at, at Matthew X Joseph, or my website is xfactor.live. And from there, everything else will fall into place. Yep. And cool. I think you'll find things through that Instagram, YouTube, blog, all of that. Cool. Awesome. Christine, Matt, thanks for coming on the thanks show. So Thank you. Thank you. Have so a great much. FETC. Thanks. Thank you. you. You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.